Hey, hey, it's the last episode of Horns Up in 2019. So please, everyone. You. Yeah, you. Sigh of relief there. Yeah, that was supposed to be such a clickbaity opening, but <laughs> it didn't actually work out that way. Now, last week, Peter and I brought you uh, albums that we really liked in 2019. And yeah, you can log on to hornsuppod.com. Uh, catch that episode and tell us all about what you thought about those picks. This week, we're going to relive 2019 again, but we are doing so with the live music uh, experience that we have experienced in 2019. Weird convoluted sentence, I'm actually rushing through the opening <laughs> because we don't have a lot of time. And that's because we have one more person here with us. He, he is someone who's actually been to a lot of live gigs this year, something that Peter and I haven't been able to do a lot considering, yeah, well, life. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chuck. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Horns up, number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, That's welcome true. to the show, Chuck, man. It's I'll, good to have thank you, you Thank on. you. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor, actually, to be on the show. And yeah. I say this very non-sarcastically, by the way. Every time I tell Peter this, he's like, eh, like no, dude. <laughs> I actually listen. And yeah, and that's because we generally don't think anybody apart from the two of us listen to the podcast. M maybe the artists themselves. Well, as a podcaster myself, I'll tell you that. Uh, that's actually that It may not be this. <laughs> that, that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, but yeah. let's let's dive straight in because this, yeah. we're talking about live gigs, uh, animation. I, me being a parent now, <laughs> catch as many gigs as I can. Yeah, hey, I have two cats. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> cat okay. parent. But uh, yeah, man, tell me about you because not only did you attend gigs in India, but you attended gigs abroad also. Yeah, uh, managed to go to Europe uh, and so I mean, lots of buckets were bucket list whatever okay uh, cool managed to see a lot of all right yeah. so approximately how many gigs have you seen this year okay. if or uh, approximately yeah. how many artists have you watched live this year that's oh, a better wow, question okay wow okay that's right okay it's that's a little unfair because there were four five festivals in there too that's absolutely yeah. fine which oh, means man. you would have okay. racked up what uh, oh i mean huge double digit numbers yeah, yeah 200 easily, easily over 200 easily I mean, if you're counting, like, for example, Metallica, there are four guys, right? I'm assuming you mean... Okay, okay, no, no I meant as bands. Uh, yeah, I mean, around 200, I would... At least 100, I would think. Wow. Caught a little bit of... Make With one of the festivals alone, yeah, you'd have yeah. 50 you ha You'll have, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Yeah, so it makes perfect sense yeah. why we uh, have you on Hansa. I think in India, there were about uh, 25 gigs and three festivals. Control, all delete and both weekenders. Lovely. So, yeah. Lovely. All right. So, let's, let, let's begin Jump this. Jump right into it. 2019... Yeah. Best gig for you, best international artist you've seen. <laughs> okay, uh, I've split this answer into three. Uh, one is the best gig overall for me was um, again a, a bit of a unorthodox choice. Uh, Trivium at Grass Pop. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Yeah, a uh, little weird, I know, but um, okay. So I'm gonna take one step back. Uh, to me, like. The live music is very different from recorded music purely because like a lot of things can happen right you go for an unknown band and just like everything is just turns right the acoustics are great something funny happens um a screw up becomes uh you know uh, i like i've seen zero do this a lot, a lot of times somebody screws up warren's guitar will a string will break and all the others just continue magically and then he comes right back on cue these things you don't see in the recordings right um so yeah trivium for me was uh like that um saw a great band called borknagar uh, or however you pronounce it before that <laughs> borknagar is the only Nagar. that that's the you we clearly know you're indian <laughs> if you pronounce borknagar as borknagar yeah 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 uh, 
and then uh, I was having such a good time and one guy behind me saw me having a good time and passed me half his doob which was great because I had to finish it because I didn't have a lighter and it was like mildly overcast and I didn't want to run around pay 10 euros or whatever for a new fucking lighter. So I was like blazed out of my brains and I went to main stage 2 where Trivium was supposed to play next because everyone was at main stage 1 watching Behemoth. Uh, Trivium came and they blew me away man like they were one of the first metal bands that I started listening to when I was still like graduating from Bon Jovi and Brian Adams uh-huh. and uh, so this is cool so like Light to Fly is one of my favorite songs I mean the probably the first metal song I loved so he started singing and he egged the crowd on and that was a beautiful part he said oh we've played a download before this and they were bed louder than you so obviously people lost their shit and the uh, energy between band and audience feeding of each other lots of crowd surfing so he sang the verse and then he just like ran away on stage while the little instrumental bit was happening. I was like, fucker, get back. The chorus is coming. He stands right in front where there's another mic that he's placed. I've never seen that happen at any gig, okay? Where there are multiple mics for the the band. And he sang the chorus of like Light to Fly in front of me. I'm like, fuck, dude, this is is definitely going to make that year end list when I'm called up on Horns Up to ask. (laughs) He was Uh, thinking of Horns Up even before Horns Up was. Yeah, even before Horns Up was a concept, yeah. Uh, (laughs) In India, best international band, I think a lot of people will have this as an answer the ocean that and was a gig in january in january yeah yeah i was there yeah. <laughs> so and peter i think that would be your gig of the year as well in india I mean, yeah. uh, super german progressive metal band talking about the cambrian explosion <laughs> and yeah. like that, that's a perfect like metalhead kind of band like yeah. the nerdry band because yeah, they're going yeah. into like archaeology yeah. and all those other and great venue things. right above the habitat like it's the best light show i've seen at yeah. above the habitat man yeah. i don't think anyone has kind of used that venue to its full potential the way yeah. the yeah. ocean Agreed. has and uh, yeah i must add for if you think chuck and i are rambling on in oh my god germans and stuff what's the <laughs> documentary what's the documentary that they released because it perfectly in perfectly encapsulate the entire gig journey, the experience in India, the response that they got. Yeah. Here's a question for to the both of you. Why do you think or why, why do you so fondly recollect that ocean gig? What was so magical about it? So you I have mean, 10 yeah, seconds each. 10 seconds each. Okay. No um, expectations. Yeah. Low expectations for me and was uh, low. incredible right. energy, man. Just just massive, massive energies. I mean, felt out, went out of that gig feeling like pumped. I could have like run a marathon after like, dude, that was like oral Red Bull. Yeah, and it's just the end, the music, the way it goes. Like, if you think, some people would call them post-rock or whatever, but man, they really, it's a sound, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'll be a shame if I can say one thing. Yeah. All right, so um, you have Trivium, you have Ocean, you mentioned it was a list of oh three. Oh yeah, the list What's of the three. third one? I thought it'd be unfair to say just international bands. So, uh, best Indian gig, uh, best Indian gig with an Indian band for me, again, slightly controversial opinion, uh, Koshish at Levi's Lounge. Oh, uh, wow. First time I saw them live, uh, Wait, I think... first time? Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, exactly, okay, exactly. Wow. First time <laughs> I saw them live, Levi's Lounge, I love that place. Um, uh, I think they were just a very good example of what Hindi progressive rock could be. It wasn't like a band just trying to be Porcupine Tree with Hindi lyrics. I think these guys just did a damn good job. Porcupine yeah. Tree or Tool? 
no oh my porcupine tree i'm going to send this to hamza no no i th- <laughs> I, i would say i would say porcupine yeah i mean that drumming was great again i haven't seen the band live so if i had seen them maybe it wouldn't have been so high up the list but yeah that is a uh, best example for me uh, i'm not too much of an indian metal band guy unfortunately so while i have tremendous respect for uh, uh, for a lot of these guys uh, i haven't seen any of them i did see them at uh, nsm weekend purely because i didn't want to lose my uh, prime spot for opeth uh, <laughs> but yeah i enjoyed them whenever uh, when i could but i haven't gone for a metal metal gig like black blood or black blood or scarfest peter what about uh, yours like indian man uh, for me it would be eviscerating india and i'm not i'm not going to say which band was better but eviscerating india is your like was the festival on. or the was, or, or the a commentary tour. on the current social situation in india <laughs> eviscerating india which had both godless and gutslit on the lineup i'm not going to say which band played a mm. better set but it was just something about that tour and both bands back to back now typically i'm not a huge fan of five band lineups which sure. three or four bands kind of sound the same then it just all sounds monotonous and you're like okay what is he singing about yeah. what was he singing about kind of thing but one thing cool also i feel about that tour or both bands is the camaraderie because they ended mm. up playing so many cities together they worked on it and i think both gutslit and godless are at their prime at the moment uh their next releases that they put out hopefully godless puts out an album a boss if you're listening uh but yeah the next album also that gutslit put out is really going to be good and primarily because they've been touring so much so they've been you know honing their skills but also everything they're experiencing all around so yeah man that was a really good uh, lineup where was that above the habitat <laughs> Okay so I'm guessing it's yeah. my turn. Yes. Best Indian uh, musical act that I saw this year um weirdly enough is not a heavy metal act. Mm-hmm. Uh that vote goes to Sutej Singh. Oh yeah. Weirdly enough it too was at above the habitat. Yeah yeah. This was also part of a big lineup right? It was, I think yeah, it was Black Blood. It was very yeah it was a Black Blood uh weirdly hardcore edition or yeah, weirdly yeah, mixture yeah. of mixture of genre edition because you had uh, pass no you had death by fungi you had uh, there was some band from rajasthan and and sutej and sutej yeah. was sutej was the odd one out on this bill i had no no exposure to sutej at all i didn't know that he was katrina kaif's favorite indian <laughs> musical artist etc right what information was up yeah but yeah none of that exposure and so we were just wondering why is there essentially a guitar rock instrumental band that's been programmed before uh, after a metal band and before a hardcore yeah. band and oh my god he just i have never seen an act like that in india after maybe say the most popular guitarist in india which would be warren yeah, sure. right and sutej completely won me over that night yeah. so much so that we on ve- on that very night itself we went up to uh, Yadubir who's part of his who essentially that's the label that he's on Pinecone Records uh, met up with Sutej etc and on the very spot uh, got him to agree to come to a to come on to our uh, podcast like truly he bowled us over that night and won us over completely because man you could it was the best example of what live music can do to you uh, because 
he just yeah you were essentially a pawn and he was yeah. just another interesting little thing I, you were yeah, beautiful gig that was and i remember when he came to levi's lounge last year 2018 uh, when the, his album the emerging just launched again great great gig excellent uh, yeah, music yeah uh, and uh, he uses a guitar which uh, the brand is made in solan in himachal pradesh and they make some beautiful looking guitars yeah, yeah. so in case so you, said you best, haven't yeah. heard that episode uh, go back to episode 26 listen to sutheep singh i have singh. heard that yeah and you know he's such a humble guy yeah. and i believe he's going to be uh, he's currently recording an album so more music to look forward yeah. to and he had a bunch of uh, people on the record as well right yeah. Uh, yeah. who are I, i forget a lot of people yeah, no, are they no, european yeah. guests yeah hackens drummer i think yeah. played yeah. on he got that yeah but Let's take a turn for the other side. <laughs> What was your most disappointing gig? I want you to go first, Anamesh. Come on. Wow. Okay. So you're, you guys are really putting me on the spot. And here's mm, maybe this is because of recency or proximity effect or whatever word you can use to describe that. But um, this happened at Scarfest, which was just the previous week, where you had a lineup of. pure metal bands and then you had one band the light years explode which completely stood out because they don't have a metal sound mm. at all it just didn't fit the vibe that gig was trying to create or that gig or yeah, which sure. that gig had or you could feel it in the audience too and it didn't help matters that you know unfortunate things happened during the set uh, uh, i think sort of strings broke etc uh. etc et which just didn't Yeah, it just felt a little bit yeah. flat. I felt the same way about Peng Shui before Opeth. I felt everything till oh. then was, uh, you know, uh, like so metal, 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 metal. These guys from Nepal, uh, underside. I mean, for me, that's my honorable mention of the year. Like incredible, incredible gig they played, bowled everybody. And then Peng Shui were great, but they didn't fit that sort of vibe, right? Everybody was obviously looking forward to Opeth, and suddenly you have, um, I don't know, weird combination of rap metal, metal with electronic. It, I mean maybe if they had opened for somebody if they were opening up for somebody else it would have uh, like bring me the horizon if they were opening for it would have probably fit but just like chi- like I don't know it just kill that kind of vibe before Opeth played so you know bo- I see a commonality in what both you're saying it's just not about the act yeah, itself yeah, yeah because maybe if you listen to them on CD or yeah, something oh, like that absolutely oh streaming and I think <laughs> all of us have, so uh, uh, Peng Shui wasn't my uh you know uh, wasn't my answer for me i think i've been lucky that all the gigs i went to had good music as such uh also i think it's just age factor i can't go for everything and experiment so so you have some sort of filter right for me the gigs that were more dis- most disappointing were either uh, were mostly because of the venue and for me uh that was finch when i uh, not finch stables okay. uh, when i went to see uh, reggae rajas boss uh, you went there to ride that mechanical bull <laughs> there's a mechanical pull i had no idea and the other disappointing venue for me was uh, i i don't think verbana was a great venue for tesseract oh man I it was just very little, little i think i enjoyed the beer more than anything else yeah. <laughs> about the venue yeah uh, but i, I don't know uh, they made, that they made half an hour 45 minute yeah. line up yeah, outside yeah. and i wasn't a fan of the old anti social in todi mills Uh, ah, I yeah. thought that was a very weird venue, which couldn't decide whether it was a music venue or a pub. And uh, imagine watching an act like Pliny. There. Yeah, yeah, Pliny. Exactly. To me, Pliny was like eh, because just purely because of the venue. As for, for for me, that was it. I th- and okay, the one play, uh, one gig that I went for where the music was great, but it 
I realized, oh, this is totally not my kind of music, and I left. Was Jojo Mayer again? <laughs> huge name. <laughs> I went there thinking, okay, drummer, great. The last time I paid a lot of money to see an international drummer was Marco Miniman, and that turned out great. Uh, over here, I was like, okay, uh, when does stuff actually start? <laughs> and and then when I was walking out, I met uh, Royson, uh, and uh, I, I I didn't know if it was just me, so I just said, yeah, this is this isn't working for me. He said, yeah, yeah, acoustics are off. I'm like, no, 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 I don't like. Oh, then he looked at me like, oh, you don't like the music? <laughs> okay, <laughs> then you should leave, <laughs> which I did. So yeah, but. My pick, and this shouldn't come as any surprise to Anumesh because we discussed this <laughs> to death afterwards. And I feel really bad saying it because I paid quite a bit of money also for it. Was the Chris Adler experience? Oh, I, I thought we were. I thought we were picking purely Indian <laughs> projects. <laughs> Damn. But to be oh fair, that that band was eighty percent Indian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. I don't know, man. I was excited. When it was announced, because yeah. you had that whole lineup, and then you had people like Abbas from yeah, Godless yeah. who ended up pulling out from it and all, and then you know Sunny from yeah, yeah. X Band of what and now uh, Undying Ink. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I mean, for those of you who've seen uh, Banakmoth back in the day, they did cover Lamb of God, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But again, it, that was the time I saw. I mean, by then I'd already been to the new Anti-Social, so I was like, okay, it'll be a great venue to catch a metal gig. But it felt sterile. Yeah, I think it felt sterile purely because they weren't like Bombay's metal scene didn't show up for I the. I I agree, right? I was quite. I think like that I was kind of the, disappointed. Actually, that was primarily uh, the reason for most of our long faces. Because come on, who else? And this is why I'm saying hats off to Zignima and to Gutslet, specifically Kadadi yeah. and. Uh, Gurdeep for pull for pulling Scarfest off and getting more than three hundred people to pay yeah. money to come to Antisocial to watch Indian bands. Mm. Chris Adler couldn't do yeah. what these guys did. You know the surprising thing is I saw Adler play with Nitro in two thousand eighteen, seventeen or eighteen, yeah, yeah. when Michelangelo Batio and yeah. and that had more people than this gig, and that was more expensive than this, uh, which I, I don't thought know. was uh, which it I thought was like pretty weird. For me, at least, those factors were there, but. Like you'd think, okay, chalo. I'm I'm a casual Lamb of God fan. I'm yeah. not even a huge Lamb of God fan, but it just seemed very odd. Yeah, and and I, I think he felt it too. I think I, I was I could see him upstairs when he was like eating or something, and I have a feeling like he also felt like okay, where's where's where is everybody? I mean, yeah, it was just it was just something off about that day, and unfortunately, like this is what I feel happened. The same thing with the ocean. Mm. With the ocean, I went with no expectations. I was like. Oh sure, my God! So yeah, I went with expectations. So suddenly I was like, "Oh boy." Okay, so since we are on expectations, next question for all three of us: uh, Which act in this year lived up to your expectations or actually surpassed it? I think everybody in my top ten surpassed expectations because I think that's kind of like how I uh, picked. You know, like for example, Metallica is not in my top ten, even though I saw them for the first time. I didn't, I, I didn't manage to catch them at both gigs oh <laughs> in Bombay. Let's not get that. Oh my we god! Don't do that. We don't do that on the show. We don't do that on the show. Yeah. Um, uh, no man, um, Metallica. I I expected nine and I got nine. So that way I can't say it exceeded expectations. Because I've seen like close to one fifty bands, you can say that like pretty much ninety percent of them met expectations. Um, the ones that exceeded. Um, okay, actually, the ones that exceeded expectations. Um, okay, here's 
another very interesting band okay uh, at levi's lounge there was a uh, there was a swiss post jazz band called the great harry hillman okay uh, obviously I remember you telling me yeah, about I'm this yeah i obviously never heard of these guys before i was like again levi's lounge great venue free um so let's just go and see what happens right I'm, it's not like i'm a big jazz fan or anything but i'll happily watch uh, a louis banks and kushupadhyay play right and i went over and was blown away man like it wasn't so much about the virtuosity they were just great performers and the drummer in particular he would put like little beads on the floor and then he'd boom floor as in the floor tom and he'd bang it and he'd get those little sounds he'd put little those mini cymbals at gavin harrison plays on the uh, uh, on the snare and then he'd do stuff with that he'd use the physical uh, physical space about it, around him he had a tambourine which he kept whacking on that pillar about the uh, about the drummer <laughs> and so he just he he was just a joy to watch you know there are some gigs that you just have a huge grin on your face this was one of those gigs so went in with 0.5 expectation and there was free beer at the gig which like <laughs> <laughs> that's never a bad thing so for me yeah that was uh, i'd say that like exceeded by like a huge mile okay all right i'll i'll stick with the same venue actually uh, yes the gig that completely met and surpassed expectations for me this year happened at levi's lounge uh, i'm talking about devon townsend oh my god it was a dream come true having watched devon townsend earlier with the devon townsend project in london when they did uh, the entirety of ocean machine at uh, royal albert hall that was an experience uh, because obviously you have the entire stage show etc etc and that actual yeah. wall of sound i never thought in 2019 i'll be uh, devon townsend will be in fucking bombay playing uh, within yeah. no 5 minutes from one of the places i work at definitely but within an arms reach um, yeah, yeah. in front of me right the man spat on me <laughs> right you because he was singing and there was mucus or spit that came out from his face and it landed on my knee right you don't get more intimate than that <laughs> did you take a shower after that yes or no <laughs> considering that gig was in february i have had to take shower google crisper after this didn't you to see if you can like make your own desi <laughs> oh no man but completely yeah. uh, it That's was a great gig, that, that 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 yeah. gig truly lived up to expectations a because um it was as devon townsendy mm. as you would expect from a devon townsend yeah. gig uh and he i'm still blown by what he did to uh love oh. that acoustic <laughs> version of love which sounded heavier than the strapping young lad version oh my god and uh, of course just the um just the fantastic meet and greet stroke this is not actually yeah. a gig this yeah. is just catching up with old friends kind of vibe plus that sound yeah it sounded i've never heard of an acoustic gig sounding this good yeah it ticked off all the right boxes yeah. completely perfect venue perfect location perfect sound and of course oh my god i i i hugged him at the end and i like literally during the meet and greet the small meet and greet that he did with everyone yeah. who was present at the gig um i asked him very sheepishly and very nervously Devin can I just hug you and he let me and yeah Aww. that's magic see metal head self feelings too <laughs> and, and he did it was an inter, it was almost like an improv gig right i don't think he had a Dude. set list he just spoke about life and then segued yeah. into a song which was it, so it beautiful. was like as if you were sitting in one of our bedrooms yeah. and playing and that was also compounded by the fact that all the 40 other people who managed to get tickets because yeah. i'm sure all yeah, of us yeah. bought tickets early 
you knew each person and yeah, you yeah, knew that you've actually yeah, kind of yeah, spoken yeah, about yeah. devin or you knew so that was cool yeah. uh yeah love another one of my favorite movie. moments from the gig was so i actually had a front row seat because i uh, i bought it early and one of my friends who's a huge devin townsend fan uh got just a little bit late so he had to get the row behind me so i told him listen you're a bigger fan than i am so just swap seats right and i had right 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 in front um uh he said no yeah no you bought so you should like are fucker but you 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 will get more out of this right and i'm still it's not like i'm going <laughs> away and he said no uh, he got cold feet and at the last minute he said okay cool i'll come and then we swapped it's a good idea because uh when he played deadhead he actually came and sat next to him put his oh, arm wow. over him and was singing Metal so, yeah, yeah, he owes me that uh, was that dude <laughs> i was i was like i was so fucking jealous at that point i was like no you fucking bastard i'm i'm literally in the seat next to you there's a seat in the middle of us and you chose to put your hand on fucking that guy oh head. yeah yeah somebody oh, didn't show up but i got a i, I yeah. got a pick yeah i got a oh, pick nice. like not just a picture but i nice. got a pick too oh sweet yeah which i just managed to like steal because he dropped it on the floor weirdest okay uh weirdest Wait, the, uh, peter you still oh, have to answer this question the gig that surpassed expectations for me and animesh is going to have a big smile once i say this answer emulation at fandom i we we couldn't do this episode without mentioning it we actually spoke so much about it when we were in bangalore but come on we flew down to bangalore watch them what a set i mean two three decades into metal into death metal and the kind of music that they play i mean i know you chuck you put out in the start that you don't listen to that kind of metal but even a casual listener mm-hmm. watching this band will become a fan oh sure sure just Can the kind imagine. of precision we bloody watch them sound check right in front of us <laughs> yeah it was it was supremely weird because they were playing on this tight as fuck schedule yeah which yeah. essentially meant they came in the night before and they were going to leave the very night of yeah, the gig yeah. right which means you don't have a lot of time left for sound check etc they sound checked and they sound checked at the venue before their set so they spent maybe 45 minutes it was a 45 minute cool down after watching a lot of bangalore based bands bangalore and other like city yeah. chennai based bands um and i think in that tune up kind of time the crowd's energy dropped but then when vigna started playing holy fuck that <laughs> that gig was the best metal gig i've seen this year wow because truly emulation they they surpassed expectations and what especially helped was the fact that we were in bangalore and that city outright remains metal yeah, metal, metal city. yeah metal city of india uh yeah oh my god that was yeah yeah i can see b- oh, both yeah. of these guys are It's absolutely just, gushing yeah yeah, yeah. we are like, like yeah, yeah. we spoke we spoke we were gushing the night after <laughs> when we recorded the the other episode the metallica episode in bangalore but special mention to this and this animation is going to be a little embarrassed when i say but special mention to the against the tide gig that happened again at mm. no surprise uh, above the apt i wish you could see animation's face right now because his band played and it was like a coming of sorts mm. for bombay hardcore whatever you want to call it uh, there you had riot peddlers you had light years explode you had pacifist who else was there man <laughs> 
my apologies to the other bands there but i can remember these three but it was such a fun lineup and just to kind of see even though you had like hardcore bands performing but just to see the variety that they kind of brought in so that was really cool for me and and they did a lot of hype about it pacifist released their ep at that i was watching right peddlers after a while so that was fun checks in the mail it'll arrive next week <laughs> <laughs> that that that's all for this episode's quota of the right peddlers <laughs> Uh, okay here at this point i need to mention that i'm not the biggest fan of the right peddlers with uh, um, sorry i've seen you guys you don't have at, to be yeah. <laughs> uh, this was at uh, one of the old control all delays which happened at sitara i think oh uh, yeah a long time back i so, remember your comment yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> checks in the mail <laughs> too <laughs> <laughs> but this is a c h e c k like how uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah i wanted to ask horses yeah. head on your bed <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll quickly segue away from uh, from that uh, wanted to ask so i'm going to put out uh, mention a bunch of venues that i've been okay. to this year you guys tell me whether you've been there uh, or not all right yeah. sure about the habitat yes i think all yes. everybody's been there of course yeah uh, verbana i don't I mean, even know where this is <laughs> where the tesseract gig happened where, where the tesseract gig oh yeah happened. that's so the gig which i didn't make yeah. so yeah. random venue i don't i think bought a ticket for it and it didn't end up going and, yeah. I, and i think it was good that i didn't end up going oh debatable <laughs> i mean if you, i mean a fan of tesseract would watch them at car subway if it <laughs> came to that dude uh, fuck it people <laughs> who have heard the tesseract episode that we did with james monty know of my story with tesseract so i'm not going to say anything fair enough okay larger than okay. that okay uh this thing the uh, social inside kamla mills that uh, weird amalgamation of all the um uh, you know you're talking uh, about uh, the flea bazaar cafe flea bazaar cafe yeah Thankfully, I've never been. Yeah, there terrible venue for a gig. I've been there once. I think it was in May because I went there to eat actually <laughs> to pick up dinner, and there was a band which was playing, and it. <laughs> no, I don't think it was the other people. It was uh, it was some generic post rock band. Okay. Could be as we keep searching. <laughs> okay. I don't really remember. Okay, but not a great venue for. I'm, I don't miss it at all. Uh, I think it could be a decent venue. They have a dedicated space. Yeah, but there are too many places to eat around. Again, one of those places that can't decide whether it's. It, whether, it feels like a venue in the middle of a, sh- a food court. You know, really. it, those kind of venues do serve a purpose. And hats off to. I don't know if this is included in your list, and like, forgive me if I'm like preempting you on this. Uh, have you guys been to the Finch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finch is a good venue. Whom did you see at the Finch? Rainburn. Rainburn. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been to the Finch? No, I haven't been there. Okay, I was at Finch just the just a couple of weeks back. uh weirdly enough listening to sitar metal oh yeah 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 again that venue is fantastic great it sound it gives right? you yeah it gives you a great sound i think they're programming mm. really good stuff obviously it's not going to appeal to metal standards sure. because at the end of the day it's a place which yeah. needs to fill tables rather than just you know uh, getting people to listen to metal music but uh, surprisingly Yeah, it yeah. w- good venue where yeah. we should be seeing a lot more gigs yeah. at and located in Andheri yeah. East. Interestingly enough, uh, Finch has a very nice theme song. I know it's not yeah. a th- yeah, yeah, it's damn nice and damn nice jazz song with a short like nice high production. I think the Finch also gave me one of the best uh, Indian Jugadu highlights that I've seen in terms of event organization this uh-huh. year, which is they've attached a PD camera 
to where generally a projector is oh. and they actually live stream the gig to tv screens within the venue itself oh, so cool. it doesn't matter if you're actually eating away from the stage you can still watch the gig because the sound is so that good cool. and you're getting a complete proper neutral view of the stage so nice. yeah finch yeah. props to you for that cool anti social the old one tody mills the tody mills anti social which era. was the social plini era yeah it was an anti social back then oh, it was sure, social sure, social sure. tody mills uh yeah we been to yeah. the old and the new yeah, yeah. this year this year yeah and the new, the new one we yeah. didn't play the we, we didn't play this year we okay. played social last year levi's lounge i'm guessing everybody's been the quarter no i've never been to the quarter oh quarter is a nice venue i haven't Or been to be. able to afford to enter <laughs> the quarter yeah, I, i think i've gone just why twice. is it expensive yeah a little bit i mean it's one of those uh, next to the royal is opera is it hoity toity a little bit yeah i mean it's a jazz gig right in the middle of south bombay so basically try to be not just jazz by the bay yeah yeah pretty much okay hard rock cafe andheri I've been there for one gig. It was a nice cover gig, Floyd and Straits. First time I've been there. It was a nice venue. I've been to Hard Rock Cafe again. Never watched a band there because who the fuck will go to Andheri on a Thursday night to watch a band at Hard Rock Cafe? <laughs> Me because I stay in Korega, about two kilometers away. Okay, Richardson and Crudas. Still oh yeah. one of the most underrated venues in this country. In oh yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, in this year. No. Ah, no. I saw Taikudum Bridge and Agam over there because that's it was the one we wanted yeah, to come yeah. to, but then we both didn't end up going to it. Okay. Or did you end up going to it? Okay. I didn't end up going. Uh, right. Stables? No, why? There's a mechanical bull there. That's the only <laughs> thing I know okay. about stables. Uh, Dy Patel Stadium. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> okay, okay, I think this is. I think. I think. Okay, okay, okay so I know where you're getting yeah. to with this, unless you're talking about Justin Bieber or Katy Perry. Dear God, Dua Lipa. No. 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 Okay, so you're talking about the the, the most one. hyped concert yeah, yeah. in the country yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. which was the YouTube gig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> section were you in? It's the cheapest possible seats because I'm not a huge fan. I just wanted to go there to again. Although I did get a huge like like moment seeing just Noel Gallagher. I just thought it was criminal just seeing him play rhythm guitar for two songs. He's like the fucking finest pop songwriter of the '90s, and you're relegating him to playing rhythm. So. Let me butt into this conversation and say, I was watching this via social media, nice. and when I saw your post, I was like, "How could I miss this gig?" But then I was not in the country, so, so yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, I paid good hard money, hard-earned money to be in that uh, main general attendance. Yeah. No, I wasn't in the pit. I wasn't in the red zone because again, I'm not that huge a fan of YouTube, but I. I absolutely respect the shit out of the Joshua Tree because it's one of those albums which still is relevant in today's uh, age. Whether you look at it in terms of songwriting, whether you look at it in terms of production, it sounds as fresh. Yeah. And I'm like fucking blown over. Beautiful album. So I wanted to see it. Hats off to the production. Yeah. The production was top fucking notch. Beautiful. I finally understand why people really like you know have this. fanboyism over mm. youtube yeah. because the band is tight as fuck yeah. of course uh, the entire show was so well produced and everybody was on like it felt like a show you know everything was well rehearsed people knew their yeah. cues etc etc yeah. beautiful um bono uh, not my favorite singer ever but uh, damn that guy has charisma yeah right but He the entire gig just felt so flat There's literally, apart from checking off the fact that we've seen you two in my backyard, yeah, <laughs> and that's because I live in Navi Mumbai. I live in Nairobi, for that matter. Uh, apart from that, like that to me was the biggest thrill factor of the gig. Mm. Otherwise, the gig just felt flat. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because uh, maybe 
the crowd that was in attendance was largely made up of older people sure. so maybe it's that kind of an energy or that kind of an infectious vibe which like yeah f- the you do bring in and it didn't exist here maybe yeah. it was that or maybe it's to do with the fact of what was happening around the country that you know yeah, just kept yeah, playing yeah. on your mind and especially when bono kept on mentioning it and you yeah, kept you on just, just so you just felt place, out of right? place right yeah yeah so maybe it was that but i don't know that's my perception of it what did you make of the gig since you were there so again i come in with almost like i have hardly it, it, to be honest i've hardly heard that many u2 songs apart from same here i've heard the entirety of joshua tree i've heard bits yeah. and pieces of other so albums so i enjoyed the production i thought it was a decent gig i, I mean it, if i were to rank it oh yeah yeah, yeah. it uh, wasn't it a be, bad gig it wasn't a bad gig but yeah at the end of it i felt like ha acha hai dekh liya ha that's yeah. it that's it it was pure it was a pure bucket list thing if they came down again i probably wouldn't same here go to i would yeah them. i probably yeah. wouldn't go yeah yeah but that being said i know there were guys who were huge fans and yeah sure. yeah like i know of people who went who uh, when the singapore gig was yeah. announced they've gone to singapore and then it was much later that the india gig was announced and everybody was just kicking themselves in the feet but then most people who went to singapore at least from the people who i know who went to singapore from india ended up coming for the india gig too because sure. oh my god yeah you're getting yeah, to see yeah. you two in my backyard <laughs> <laughs> my last question for you guys what's the weirdest best and weirdest opening act you've seen when i say weirdest i, I don't mean from a musical point of view it just felt like out of place opening for also I'll, i'll start with mine to give context uh, both of mine are international examples uh, ghost opened for metallica fabulous set I, the oh tone you were you yeah, you've yeah. seen that yeah, how yeah. did it work uh, work as a work thing? as in a band like ghost opening for metallica mm-hmm. uh, ghost arguably can headline and should be headlining their own sure. gigs at the moment yeah. uh, as an opening band yeah how did it work did it set you up for metallica or yeah, was oh it like yeah absolutely absolutely actually there were two bands there was a norwegian brand, band called bokasa like a nice party just imagine um, blink 182 with good songwriting you know <laughs> like or no no not even blink 182 busted you remember yeah yeah just imagine busted with good lyrics uh, i so they uh, they set up nice they were nice you know uh, punkish types and uh, ghost they actually did a very very nice i've set, been man. wanting to like ghost is one of the bands yeah, that uh, i really want to watch live yeah. because they'll be a fantastic show you know, and they set i think they set it up very nicely for uh, metallica yeah yeah, yeah I, i thought so because the only time i've seen metallica they they started on their own there was yeah, no opening yeah, act yeah, yeah. and to be very honest with you i don't think a band like metallica needs an opening act sure i mean when you're going to watch a metallica gig you really don't want to see yeah, opening bands yeah but the bands. thing also this is in europe like they came on stage and they said we've lost track of the number of times we played in amsterdam and like sir i know the number of times we played in india we could correct that uh but anyway the for me the i'll just complete my own this thing the weirdest opening act for me was i went to luxembourg and i was watching dream theater over there there are a number of people who could open for dream theater there were a number of guys who could open for dream theater andy mickey opened What Andy Mickey the acoustic guitarist like Wait, I, I love around. that genre huh he's still around he's still around and I so I love Andy Mickey I I yeah. love that entire genre Don Ross Andy Mickey and all those guys but that felt like extremely weird because before them there were two local you know 80s speed metal type guys and from there to go down to Andy Mickey down in terms of musical uh, you know uh, the, just the tempo and then he came and said I'm a huge dream theater fan it was amazing for me to open like okay just because you're a fan <laughs> but 
But cool. I mean, it was, that was progressive in that sense. But I enjoyed it. And but wait, uh, was he part of that tour? Or he was part of the tour. Yeah, he was part of the entire European tour. Oh wow! Yeah, that was a little weird, but I enjoyed it. I think everybody around was also like, "Hey, eh, whatever. Let's enjoy this for what it is." He didn't set it up nicely, but DT is DT at the end of the day. So they. Okay. So that was mine. I'm drawing a blank. I think I haven't attended that many gigs because I think most of the gigs I've attended here don't really have. I mean, like Tesseract. Oh yeah, wait. Uh, who played? Esther is not were a good uh, yeah. opening for uh, the ocean. Now mm. that I think yeah. about it, yeah. And considering how many gigs Esther <laughs> not <laughs> has played, <laughs> so yeah, Abhijit, if you're listening, I'm gonna send this to you. But yeah, play more gigs next year, man. Come on, <laughs> and release that goddamn album. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cheat over here because I really don't know if this is opening band. because uh, it's part of a multi band lineup ah, so sure. you really don't know if yeah. so you would consider the first band sure, to be the opening sure, band of sure. the night and going by that logic again this may be due to recency effect but uh, scarf has just happened and pacifist kick started the show um full props to pacifist for essentially uh, bringing that energy back to the bombay rock scene mm. that it yeah. had been s- sorely missing for a long period of time uh the right pedlers of course as peter mentioned have played with them earlier so i know what's it like to gig with them they are a right and at that particular gig which was that against the tide gig uh i i likened them to an old pdv in their heyday energy wise wow. right that's how good they were then we played with them again at this small dinky little basketball uh court in malad in malad yeah yeah of all places which was called slam dunk again beautiful gig diy diy fully diy and they owned the setup there nice. now this is a bigish venue right uh, anti social is a bigish venue the new anti social and um, the gig itself had a lot of problems so it started maybe i think an hour and a half late and everybody was like you know of course you are tired because you're waiting for that long and but yeah within say a couple of songs oh my god nice. uh fantastic vibe fantastic energy um can't wait to hear the new ep because they've got that one song on it which is called resolve i think they debuted at this gig i think i could be wrong but oh, that to me was the n- song of the night at scarfest and i'm genuinely looking forward to that ep and and to potentially gig with them nice. too in 2020 i think this is a great way to segue into our next episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. okay so <coughs> let's wind this yeah let's wind this down yeah so i uh, one last thing to ask you which is looking forward really exactly yeah yeah, yeah. that was my line of questioning too what's yeah. your question that's exactly so my question is <laughs> who do you want to see next year 2020 given the like what we've seen this year we've seen the trend of type of bands that are coming down honestly i would and this is purely bucket list i want to see kiss oh man they were so good at glass pop man i want to see kiss i again yeah. oh, damn you for having caught them Sorry. they are apparently <laughs> doing their final 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 <laughs> final farewell <laughs> in 2020 dot like, ppdx <laughs> apparently apparently hopefully they learn they learn something from motley crew I could very well be wrong they could be have they 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 could have I know I know no 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 that's what I'm getting at maybe they should learn from Motley Crue and say fuck this we'll come back and play or knowing kiss they would be the ones to tell Motley Crue saying hey you know what there is demand for it 
milk the sure. shit out of it. Slayer is one thing that I'm actually skeptical about. I actually I actually don't know if they will reunite. They won't reunite this quickly at least. Maybe it'll be two years down the line or three years down the line. Yeah, but yeah, I if there's one band that I would want to watch in 2020 and purely buying into the speculation that it may be their last year ever uh, performing, it would be weirdly enough Kiss because I truly believe that that kind of a stage show has to be experienced by each and every person who is just a fan of music yeah, in general absolutely. or live music yeah, in general. Yeah. What about Peter? So this is only... If you're because you're asking me this now, I can list like a hundred <laughs> bands <laughs> on the top of my head from the most indie to I don't know whatever. But the band that I suddenly thought of, and while you were answering, I want to see Kveltark, and just because they're releasing an album next year, and also an image that always sticks in my head when you talk about them and playing live is a video, and I'll probably link it in the show notes, but. For those of you who know the band and have seen the video of them playing in Singapore, is the guy literally gets out of the bar while still singing. And unfortunately, they don't have the same singer. But man, that kind of rowdy, uh, you know, punk meets black metal kind of thing, that would be such a treat to watch. And now, especially that you have a place like Antisocial yeah. back again, metal gigs. Oh boy, I would do anything <laughs> to watch them there. And it's seven. You guys should get Velartak. I think that would be a good production. That'd it would be a good, be a good yeah. it would be a good, you know, obscure yet mainstream yeah, yeah. band. Yeah. Um, and I think that will draw people. Hmm. So, okay, my answer for this uh, is an Australian progressive metal band called Ni Oblivisaris. Ooh, yeah, they nice are, I think they would be, nice uh, I think they would do really well at a place. Like their early opeth with a violin is what I yeah. think they are. I think they would do really, really well. Uh, in India, but I'm going to stick my neck out, and I'm going to I'm going to say that Iron Maiden is going to play in India next year. I have a very weird feeling, and I completely agree with you. And let me give you my theory on this also. It's something that I also have I've already, yes. I've already discussed. They're playing uh, Australia, yeah, Australia, and, and then Japan, and then, after and then that, Japan, yeah. and there's a weird, weird gap four to six day gap, which has a Sunday, which has a Sunday, and, and then they're playing Abu Dhabi after that. So exactly. you need to fly by India. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to say, and this has happened before, right? Like U2 has announced India after, and uh, uh, Dream Theater. More importantly, they announced India way after the rest of and their Asia tour. The the plus point for Iron Maiden is. They've played India, so yeah. they know the kind of things to expect and yeah. to look out for and what to avoid. Yeah. May 24th, Iron Maiden at MMRDA Grounds. You heard it first on Honsa. Fuck you, not MMRDA Grounds <laughs> in my backyard, <laughs> DY Party Stadium. Fair enough. No matter where they play, Steve Harris, call us. We want you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on Steve that Harris, Bruce Dickinson... Uh, Nico McBrain, <laughs> Rod Smallwood for all that matters, <laughs> Dave Murray, Adrian Smith, Yannickers, if any of you are listening to hey, Paul Diano for that matter. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to him. Okay, okay, no, fuck it. I do want to talk to Paul Diano. I even want to talk to Blaze Bailey. Blaze, Why man. not? I Blaze. really like Blaze. I really like... Como Estes Amigos, one, their most underrated song of all time, but I think... Virus, no, that entire <laughs> The X, uh, The X Factor Factor. and Virtual Eleven, one of the most underrated um, yeah, yeah. albums. And as is tradition, the last episode of Horns Up has devolved into Iron Maiden fanboyism. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it is Iron Maiden and yeah. it is our podcast. So what the fuck are you guys going to do about it except to listen to us bickering and fanboying over Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs>
on that note chuck thank you for spending some time you're thank actually you going to go and yes, watch my Black last Star gig Blues. of the year yeah I was just thinking on that note you guys always end your podcast with that and I always wanted to say since it's a metal podcast that note is most likely to be E. So an open knee an open E which is open chugged. E, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right yeah guys so yes I'm going to go to a gig after this probably the last gig of the year. Okay. So yeah plug your social Thank media you. if you want to plug your social <laughs> media. I am chuck_gopal on Twitter chuck of all trades on Instagram and something on LinkedIn yeah. I guess. <laughs> Don't search for something on LinkedIn. Yeah. Eh? Like you can search as Deepak name. Gopalakrishnan yeah. is yeah. what yeah, I. Well, the income tax LinkedIn. office knows me by. Yeah, oh. that's me. All right, and of course we are at Hansapod.com. So I know you've been wanting to do this. Okay, one, two, three. Hansap. Hans <laughs>